Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's do this. Another day, another dollar, another edition of The Drive. You're listening to The Drive on 610 Sports Radio, 610sports.com, and the Odyssey app. My name is Carrington Harrison. Very happy to be here. Rob Britton here with you as well taking you up until six o'clock coming up in about an hour and a half. We will be joined by the quarterback of the Kansas city chiefs, Patrick Mahomes. He certainly is in the middle of yesterday's loss against the Buffalo bills. We will be joined by the quarterback of the Kansas city chiefs. Patrick Mahomes will be on the show at his usual time at three 15. We also will be joined in studio by Mitch Holtis, voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. There's a lot to talk about with Mitch Holtis. He missed his first Chiefs game in 500 weeks of NFL action a couple of weeks ago, and he was in attendance yesterday for the game against the Buffalo Bills. Really happy that you are here. We will take your phone calls today. Rob, it is usually not good if we are taking as many phone calls as we have on a Monday. Usually Mondays are kind of light work, you know? You get in here about 11.15, 11.30, everybody's smiling, everybody's in a good mood. That was not the tone and tenor today when I walked into work. I imagine that also was not the energy that you had at your job as well. We will talk about it. I'll do some talking. Rob will do some talking. The text line, you can always chime in, 913-586-7610. And we will take your phone calls over the course of the show. Before we react to yesterday's loss, Rob, let's get to it. First things first, Carrington, it's pizza time on the drive. Dial me up right now. Caller number six at 913-586-7610. Wins a pizza from our friends over at Pizza Tasio. Pizza Tasio is Kansas City's best New York-style pizza, and they've taken over the town. They have a new spot in Waldo, plus a spot in OP, Lee Summit, Midtown, North KC, St. Joe, and Lawrence. So Carrington, whether you're looking for a whole pie or maybe just some individual slices, be sure to visit them now at pizzatasio.com. That's pizza, T-A-S. CIO.com. I need you guys to do me a couple of favors. Number one, I need you listening to the drive each day at two o'clock right here on 610 Sports Radio. I need you to tell one friend, just one friend, to listen to the show. You know what? I'm going to add a bonus. I would like for you to be back at 315 when we're joined by the quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs and talk to him about yesterday's loss against the Buffalo Bills. This is where I would like to start. I remember that there was a promo running of me talking about the James Bradbury play. And I'm pretty sure the take was, if you didn't want the meme from Juju Smith-Schuster, then you shouldn't have held during the game. 
I believe that the Chiefs have been on the right end of a couple of 50-50 calls. We don't have to debate whether or not you believe that there were penalties. In both cases, I believe that they were. Going back to the AFC Championship game, you guys remember Patrick Mahomes is going out of bounds. He gets pushed. It's borderline 50-50. In that decision, the officials can either throw the flag and give the Chiefs 15 yards or let the players decide it. I believe the players decided it when you committed an infraction, when you committed a penalty. The referee throws the flag. The Chiefs get the 15 yards. They kick the field goal. They go on to the Super Bowl. People were hot about that. People were frustrated. How could you call that in that spot? Fast forward to the Super Bowl. You guys know the play that I'm talking about. Juju Smith-Schuster. Looked like James Bradbury wanted to slow dance. It was like the first dance at a wedding. A lot of holding and grabbing and touching. A lot of it. They threw the flag. They threw the penalty. We heard the entire country. How can you do that in that spot? You got to let the players play. It was a 50-50 call. The officials swallow your whistle. We were here for all of those things. My message was consistent. Don't commit the penalty. Don't commit the infraction. It's very important to me that yesterday in all the talk from Patrick Mahomes, in all the talk from Andy Reid, from all the talk from any player of the Kansas City Chiefs, we weren't even discussing whether or not it was a penalty. We were discussing whether or not the official should have called the penalty or done more to help Kadarius Toney to not commit an obvious infraction and an obvious penalty. I believe that the energy that the Chiefs came off yesterday was, it ain't no fun when the rabbit got the gun. When James Bradbury was holding, we told him to stay classy. When Patrick Mahomes was pushed out of bound, we echoed those same sentiments. We got to tell the Chiefs in this moment to do the exact same thing because I think if you were looking at it as a neutral observer, the Chiefs came off like crybabies yesterday and mad that they lost. The Chiefs came off like an organization that for the first time the officiating didn't benefit you and it helped the other team and took away what would have been one of the coolest plays in the history of Arrowhead. I've never seen Patrick Mahomes like that before. Andy Reid usually isn't the one to come out and point blank criticize the officiating. He called it embarrassing yesterday. No, what was embarrassing that we continue to have the same conversations about the Chiefs, a costly fumble from Rasheed Rice, a bad interception early in the game for Patrick Mahomes, costly penalties that take touchdowns off the board. Kadarius Toney has now cost you two separate games. He cost you in week one and he cost you yesterday. That's what's embarrassing. But he's offsides. It's not even debatable. It's not even like a hair. That's a penalty. He's offsides. They called it. Attention to detail. This team this organization, they have gotten away from attention to detail and doing the little things that help you win football games. And now they do the little things that get you beat, and yesterday they complained about it. Text line 913-586-7610. Call me hater, call me Debbie Downer, call me negative. I thought yesterday the Chiefs came off looking like crybabies. Patrick Mahomes blow up on the sideline, him telling Josh Allen, BS call, going off about it, arguing with the officials. I thought the Chiefs came off 
like finally things didn't work in their way the way that it has for five years for the most part, and they handled it extremely poorly. And the thing most is, I don't even know if it was 100% directed at the officials. Sure, the official maybe has a little bit more of a responsibility. If you see something there, hey, back up a little bit. So I don't want to make it seem like the officials play absolutely no part in it yesterday. A very small part. But in that scenario, hey, scoot back a little bit. Kadarius Tony looks over, checks where he's supposed to go. He scoots back a little bit. You run the play, and all is well. It felt to me like a culmination of the last six weeks that the Chiefs have been preaching certain values. We got to execute. We got to start fast. We have to do X, Y, and Z. The problem is, in the last six weeks, they have done none of those things. And the same problems that have plagued them during this stretch, they blew up at the worst possible time. This defense continues to start slow, and you continue to hand NFL teams double-digit leads to start games. It's tough to win in the National Football League if in the first 15 minutes of every game you're down 14 to nothing or 14 to 3. You spend the entire 45 minutes following trying to undo what you did in the first quarter of the game. It's tough to do that week in, week out. I've been preaching the turnover differential for a month now. I'm tired of looking up stats about the turnovers. They once again kill you in the game yesterday and pop up at all the wrong times. On the first drive of the game, the Chiefs are moving the ball up and down the field. That's a drive in which you expect to get points. An interception pops up the way that it has this entire season. A mental mistake, a physical mistake from your wide receiver room, which has been the theme of this entire season. The Chiefs' frustration, in my opinion, was poorly directed and misplaced. When the problem is not the officiating, the problem is you guys. The problem is your attention to detail. The problem is the penalties. The problems is the turnovers. And for the first time in this Patrick Mahomes era, we are not seeing a team that is playing its best football at the right time. We are seeing a team that is imploding. We are seeing a team that is falling apart and making excuses for why they're playing the way that they're playing. This is an organization that has held itself to the absolute highest of standards over the last five years. And for a split second yesterday, they forgot that. And they didn't carry themselves the way that champions do. And they looked weak. There's no other way to put it. They looked weak yesterday. Patrick Mahomes looked weak in that moment yesterday. And that's not an indictment on his character. You're a competitor. It gets hot under the collar. You're trying to win. I get all of that. This is an indictment long-term on him. But we can be real that this organization has been the beneficiary of the whistle the last couple of years. And we have thumbed our noses and wagged our fingers at every other opposing fan base who has complained about the officiating. This time, the complaining about the officiating has come from a Hall of Fame head coach and one of the five greatest coaches ever and maybe the most talented quarterback that we have ever seen. Coming up on the other side, I want to play for you what Andy Reid had to say, reacting to everything that happened yesterday in the game. We can also take your phone calls. we got a little bit of time here to do that, 913-586-7610. We will be joined by Patrick Mahomes today in the 3 o'clock hour. Also, Mitch Holtis. Keep it right here. It's The Drive. You're listening to The Drive. Catch insider Nate Taylor with Cody and Gold every Tuesday at 1 o'clock on your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Mm-hmm. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to The Drive with CDOT on 610 Sports Radio. Text line 913-586-7610. Let's go to the phone lines and hear what you guys have to think about what happened yesterday. CDOT, who cares if the Chiefs come off that way? This coach and quarterback rarely show negative emotion, yet the one time they do it, everyone is on their ass. Let them be pissed. It's okay. We all do it. I don't have any problem with them being upset about how they played yesterday. I want to be clear about that. This doesn't change how I feel about Andy Reid. doesn't change about how I feel about Patrick Mahomes. doesn't change any of that. But yesterday, the Chiefs blamed the officials for why they lost a game on an obvious penalty. And it wasn't just like a little mumbling, grumbling. Patrick Mahomes had a meltdown. He had a meltdown on the sideline yesterday. He threw his helmet and was charging towards an official. He had a meltdown yesterday. The Chiefs, to me, just came off as crybabies, as an organization who has gotten calls, who has gotten the whistle. The whistle has been on their side. This time it wasn't. And they were done in by a penalty, by a mistake. And it felt to me like the energy that they exhibited wasn't maybe 100% towards the official and is more directed to the fact that they have scored less than 21 points in eight of the 13 games that they have played this season. Their offense is disappointing. And when you take the pride that we know Patrick Mahomes does and that Andy Reid does, I understand how eventually if you've been bottling it up and you've been saying and doing the right stuff, eventually you blow. But that's what happened yesterday. Like I'm, I'm, I'm listening to what they said, and we'll talk to Patrick about this coming up in an hour. Listen to how he answered the question after the press conference. So this was, hey, you're now taking a shower, you put your clothes on, you've had time to kind of decompress, you go to the sideline, and you're still hot about the officials. I mean, obviously tough to swallow. Um... I mean, not, not only for, for me, but just for football in general. I mean, just to take away greatness like that. I mean, for a guy like Travis to make a play like that 
and who knows if we win. But as I know as fans, you want to see the guys on the field decide the game. And that's why last week I didn't say anything about the flag. They didn't get called on the Marquez. And so, I mean, I, it, I mean, they're human, man. They make mistakes. But, I mean, I'm, I'm, it's every week we're talking about something. And all I can do is go out there and give everything I have. And I'm proud of the guys because that's what we did. And it was a great football game that ended another great football game that just ended like that. It's just tough, tough to swallow. The officials are not why the Chiefs lost the game yesterday. In what has been a theme this season, they are the reason they lost. They are the reason they lost to the Detroit Lions. The Chiefs are the reason that they lost to the Denver Broncos. I don't think the Chiefs have been outplayed in many of these games. You can maybe argue they got outplayed yesterday. I don't think that they have been outplayed in many times in the last five years. There haven't been a lot of Mondays when we just came in here and be like, man, I don't know, Chiefs didn't have it yesterday. This team's too good for that. Their quarterback's too good. Their coach is too good. Their defense is too good. That's not usually the message that we have on a Monday. It's normally the Chiefs beat the Chiefs. That's exactly what happened yesterday. You continue to have negative habits getting down big in the first 15 minutes of the game, a couple of interceptions, a couple of fumbles, a penalty here, a penalty here, poor play calling here. All of those things add up. The margin of error is happening now. And usually the Chiefs are the team that benefit when you make the mistake. You commit the holding against Juju Smith-Schuster. You push Patrick Mahomes out of bounds. You do something, and the Chiefs are right there to scoop up that victory. You thought you had it. You made a couple of plays here. You're feeling good. Oh, we're going to beat the Chiefs. We need this game. And usually you do something that aids in your demise. And now the Chiefs are that team. And we have told other organizations to handle it. Hey, play with class. Lose with class. James Bradbury was asked about the hold after the Super Bowl. I held him. Mahomes is talking about the refs took away greatness. No, Kadarius Toney took away greatness. He took away greatness in week one. He took away greatness last night against the Buffalo Bills. Kadarius Toney in almost the same play will show you why a team drafted him in the first round. And then he will also show you why a team was willing to give him away in the middle of his second year of his rookie contract. It's the same player. The same player that had the explosive punt return in the Super Bowl against the Eagles last year is the same player who sometimes acts like he can't catch and has multiple drops. Kadarius Toney this season had the lowest grade that they have ever given out on pro football focus. They've been great and wide receivers since Steve Largent. Since Tim Brown was at Notre Dame. He got the lowest grade they have ever given out for a wide receiver. That guy cost you yesterday. And you know he's going to cost you. He's going to cost you again if you keep playing him. You don't know when. You don't know when it'll strike. No man knows the hour. But I am telling you, we have seen enough Kadarius Toney. He will do something between now and the end of the season. It could be next week against the Patriots. It could be in the second round of the playoffs against the Jacksonville Jaguars. If you keep putting him out on the field, he'll do something. He had a drop on the sideline on second down. It was second and nine. He had a drop on the sideline. He had been costing you all day. I understand that he's going to live off that punt return in the Super Bowl for a long time, but my goodness, 
All the other plays don't got to be negative plays. They don't have to be that. Just a low football IQ. There's no other way to put it. He has a low football IQ. You know how some guys do the little things and just always are in the right place? Nick Bolton, one of those players. Like, Nick Bolton just has great awareness. Always around the play, very intuitive, heady player, gritty. You know all those terms that we love to use for football players and players? Yeah, those kind of players. Kadarius Tony does not possess any of those things. Like, not even a little bit. I want to play for you guys what Andy Reid had to say. So this was a big thing. This was a this was a Twitter controversy. So someone at CBS confirmed that Kadarius Tony checked with the official, and then Tracy Wolfson she confirmed the confirmation. I can confirm this. Kadarius Tony looked down the line. Now it's a little bit of a controversy because the all twenty two is out. So the bird's eye view. This is the coach's film. It doesn't look to me, I've seen the video. Sean Barber, you always say, watch the All-22. I've seen the All-22 of this play. I didn't see Kadarius Tony look down the line. I didn't see him check with the official. Because if he had checked with the official, the official would have told us what we all saw. You are clearly offsides. So I didn't see that in the All-22. But there were some reports that he did. They then quickly deleted those reports. So who knows? Maybe they got that call from that red phone. Hey, man, delete that. And it's like, all right, all right, I'll delete it. So earlier today, Andy Reid got the opportunity to sit down with the media. They asked him about it. Here's what he said. Yeah, so listen, normally normally it looks over to the sideline and just gets an okay. Um, and on that one, he just happened not to. So that would be the coaching point. Just make sure you check, make sure you check with the guy on the – on the side just to see if you're aligned. I mean, he's not lining up offsides on purpose. Um, and listen, he was two inches away from, from or an inch from being legal. And, um, you know, so, I, I mean, you know, you, you can always, like I said, you can argue both sides of it. It's uh, um, for both teams. There, there are things that happen where people, um, you know, just it happens like that. So I guess the league's trying to, clean that up uh, from what I heard um, uh, by one of the broadcasters last night. So I didn't, I, I don't, you know, whatever. Rob, when Andy says that you can argue both sides of it, what's the other side that he's talking about? Kadarius Tony is off sides. He's off sides. And it's his responsibility So look down the line, look at the center, look at where the ball is, look at the official, and do everything you can to not put yourself in the situation. We're not even talking about a little bit of a gray area. You know how they argue you can call holding on every single play? Like, if you really wanted to, you could call travel a lot in basketball, not just in the NBA. You could call travel a lot in high school and a lot in college to the fact where basketball would be virtually unwatchable if you called it that. So I understand you give players a little bit of grace, a little bit of leeway, that they're not pulling you over for going 36 in a 35. They're pulling you over because you're going 43 in a 35. I think we all understand that portion of grace and a little bit of leeway. I don't know how much leeway you're supposed to get, Kadarius Tony. He's lined up like he's a defensive lineman on the play. I don't know how much grace you're supposed to give him in that. It is your responsibility as the offensive player to make sure that you are good and in a legal position. 
And that's not what Kadarius Tony did in that scenario. So when he says you can argue both sides, I don't really know what the other side is about the argument. That's a penalty. It's an obvious penalty. We can't tell the officials we want you to call it on James Bradbury and call it in those scenarios when I do believe that James Bradbury held. And now we're saying, oh, you can call it both ways. Well, of course. That's the definition of a 50-50 call. Sometimes they call it. Sometimes they don't. This time they called it on you. You lose. That's what happens. I truly don't understand. Honestly, all the controversy surrounding this call and I can see both sides and all the things happening in and around the call have me puzzled. This seems about as black and white to me as it can possibly be. Don't line up offsides. And one of the cooler plays in NFL history probably walks off a win for the Chiefs. We probably would have a show today that said, hey, what was cooler, 13 seconds or the toss to Kadarius Tony? We would have had a great time, a great week of shows. Is this the turning point? Would have been a topic. All this, that, and the other. But instead, Kadarius Tony is a yard and a half ahead of the line of scrimmage and doesn't do what we've all seen every wide receiver do since the dawn of time in the NFL. Look over and do the thumbs up to the ref. Hey, am I good? And the ref usually says, like, nah, and scoots the person back or gives a thumbs up back. Caring to me and you have been to a lot of football games. You see it. Every time receiver runs out there, lines up, looks at the ref, thumbs up, gets a thumbs up back. You're good. Canarius, Tony, Andy Reid did, just said it. Didn't even do that. Well, last week, Mitchell Schwartz in studio, and he said the Chiefs problems, you can live with physical errors. You can live with a holding. You can live with a cornerback being a little grabby. You can live with those things. But mental errors are killing this team. And Kadarius Tony failing to check with the official if he was on or offside is a enormous mental error and one that is easily correctable. There are no two sides. Canarius, Tony, look down the line, give a thumbs up. If the ref says you're good, we can have a different conversation. But Andy Reid just said you didn't do that. You failed to do the little things. A giant mental error cost this team a win. A sentence that I have now said five times this season which is inexcusable for an Andy Reid team coming off a Super Bowl. I want to play what James Palmer had to say of NFL Network, friend of the show. He was on the sideline. Here's what James Palmer had to say about the play. I'm standing on the Chiefs' sideline. I'm actually right at the 25 when Kadarius Toney catches the lateral from Travis Kelsey. I'm sitting there going, I'm witnessing one of the greatest plays I've ever seen in person as I've covered this game between these two teams a number of times, and they seem to happen repeatedly between these two. But this play right here, and by the way, if you talk to teammates, this is something Travis Kelsey practices and does during the week all the time. And obviously, a former quarterback loves to get out there and see what he can do. But in that stage, incredible. But guys, on the sideline, after that play gets called back with the with this illegal alignment that we're looking at, you could tell this game was over. In all honesty, remember, they still had to run three more plays. But from the crowd sense, from the Chiefs' sideline sense, this is now the fifth loss of their season. You could say a wide receiver issue at the end of the game has happened in all five of their losses. Patrick Mahomes, I watched him, was still arguing with officials in between, Tom, those final three plays. There was a timeout called by Buffalo where they were trying to regroup for one last hurrah, essentially, and he's arguing with officials there. So this is essentially what happened on the sideline. The game was over three plays, in my opinion, on the Chiefs' sideline before the game actually what you and I were most worried about ended up being true. 
they just didn't have nearly enough firepower yesterday. Rob, you and I don't have to get into the entire conversation about valuing the run or not running. We don't have to have that conversation. Yesterday, the Chiefs had two trustworthy offensive players. It's hard to win and score in the National Football League, especially against a team with the defense that Buffalo has, a team that needs the game as badly as you also need the game. You can't do that with just two players. That's what they had yesterday. Travis Kelsey had six catches for 83 yards and almost made maybe the biggest play of his career. If we're just talking like individual play, it would have been an incredible moment if that play is legal and he throws and they win the football game. An all-time moment. I was at that game in which Travis Kelsey threw the lateral. Travis Kelsey had 83 yards. Rasheed Rice had seven catches, 72 yards, and one touchdown. No one else on their team had more than 40 yards. Clyde Edwards-Alaire had 11 carries for 39 yards. That was it. This is the thing about Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Clyde Edwards-Alaire is just the definition of fine. I don't think that Clyde Edwards-Alaire is bad. I don't think that. But if you give Clyde Edwards-Alaire 11 carries, what's the most amount of yards you think he can get in that scenario? 45? Maybe 50? He's not going to break a long run. We know that now in his career. He has gotten way too many carries for you to think that he has the ability to make guys miss, break a tackle, or break a long run. He doesn't have many of those in his career. Yesterday, their offense was really missing that third player, that little bit of extra pop, that little bit of zest, that something to make their offense go. They didn't have it. They had no run game yesterday, and you've got two viable pass-catching options. I don't care how good your quarterback is. You don't score a lot of points in that scenario. We watch way too much NFL to think that you are going to beat a team like Buffalo with that defense, that desperate, that hungry, a team that knows they can go in and beat you. Some teams think they can go to Arrowhead and win. Buffalo has now won three straight regular season games in three straight years in Arrowhead. They know they can win in that building. You're not beating them with two people. We talked about it on Friday. Once we got the news from Isaiah Pacheco, they were going to need one other player to step up. You were going to need one guy to have a 75-yard day. They didn't have it yesterday. Defense, once again, held a team under 21 points. You should win that game if you were the Chiefs. Historically, you have won that game. Their offense just doesn't have nearly enough punch. You didn't have it yesterday. Cloud was a layer, ran for less than 40 yards. I mean, Kadarius Toney had three catches for 25 yards, gave you a little bit running, but made a critical error. Marquez Valdez-Scantling, he was Mr. Applebee's, two for 22. Leave a tip, please. Thank you. Justin Watson, they have phased Justin Watson out of the mix. Justin Watson went from Joe Jaravicious. He was Ed McCaffrey a couple of weeks ago. Now he's Ricky Prohl. They don't even use him anymore. He's not even part of the – he's out. He's out. They're done with him. Jarek McKinnon did a little bit in the past game, but he didn't really get a lot of opportunities. Richie James at this point, I mean, my dog. I, I tried to have your back for most of the season. It ain't never going to happen for Richie James in this offense. Like, not at all. I understand you got injured. I understand a new offense, all of that. We have wasted all of our time, just all of it.
He has three catches for 22 yards this year. I understand you missed a lot of time, but when you've been healthy, when you've been active, when you've been on the field, it has gone really, really poorly. Yesterday, their biggest issue was they didn't have nearly enough explosiveness. Patrick Mahomes was more explosive on the sideline than their offense was. Andy Reid had more zest in his press conference than the offense has. You're just not beating good teams. You're not beating good defenses with two good offensive skill position players. Or they better have an elite day. Like, they better go out there and ball out. And six for 83 and seven for 72 yards, that ain't an elite day. You needed 150 from Travis Kelsey or a eight for 110 from Rasheed Rice. They both had good days, good days. But if those are your only two offensive players that have a good day, you just ain't winning a lot of games like yesterday. Do you want to know why we continue to have conversations about the officials and penalties and all this, that, and the other? It's because those are symptoms of the larger disease. And what you're talking about is the larger disease. The Chiefs just do not have offensive firepower. Do you know how many times in the Patrick Mahomes era we on this show have talked about you knew that Warriors run was coming? You knew they were going to get going. You knew the offense was going to get humming eventually. You felt like, oh, man, they could rip off 21 in a row. I mean, I bet if I look back at the entire Mahomes game logs, there are games where it's like, oh, man, they trailed early, but who cares because they scored 28 in a row. Those games exist countless times in Kansas City Chiefs lure. They don't have those anymore because they don't have the playmakers available to win games like that anymore. And they don't have them available even when Pacheco is healthy. They don't have the available firepower required. So their margin of error is as thin as anyone in the NFL. And when you have penalties, like lining up on the wrong side of the ball, when you turn the ball over to high rate, Patrick Mahomes has 11 picks. And when you do things like that consistently, you start to lose football games. So yesterday was a symptom of the disease. They don't have enough firepower to overcome mistakes, and they are constantly making mistakes. Their margin of error is razor thin, and they're not overcoming those issues. Last cut that I want to play for you guys, and then we'll get to something good and something bad. Here is Dean Blandino. He was on our show last week. He was on Cody and Gold earlier today. He is the rules analyst for Fox Sports, the former vice president of officiating in the National Football League. Here's what he had to say about the Kadarius Tony play from yesterday. It's a foul. I mean, he is offside. The, the, the neutral zone is the length of the football, and only the, the center, only the snapper can be in the neutral zone only player from either side. So the defense has to be on their side of the ball. The offense has to be on their side of the ball. And Tony is clearly lined up offside. He's actually on the live shot. He's blocking the view of the football. So it is a foul. And, and, you know, I know Andy, you know, talked about a warning. And that does happen early in the games when it's close. Uh, You'll work with the tackles. You'll work with the receivers. The receivers should be looking over if they have a question whether they're on or off the ball. And that happens throughout the games. But when it is obvious and when it, when it is blatant, I did feel this was, this was obvious. The officials, they're told to make that call. And, uh, you know, it's not one you see very often, offensive offside. I think the last time the Chiefs had one or involved with one, it was 2004. Um, this has been a point of emphasis this year. It all stems from the tush-push play where they're enforcing the line of scrimmage onside, offside more, more closely this year. But, again, it is a foul. But, obviously, like you said, it's, it's, a, it's an all-time play that gets called back on a, on a foul that you don't see very often. So, from a fan perspective and from the Chiefs' perspective, you, you kind of understand. 
That was Dean Blandino earlier today. He was on Cody and Gold. If you want to check out that whole interview, you can do so. 610sports.com, also the Odyssey app, and wherever you get your podcast from. So let's do this. Let's step aside. I want to tell you guys how rare it is that offensive offsides gets called. It is extremely rare that that happens. We'll also get to something good and something bad from the weekend. Yes, I went to Lawrence, Kansas this week. Yes, I saw my team lost, but you know what? I'm giving them a moral victory. We'll talk about it. Keep it right here. It's The Drive. You're listening to The Drive with Carrington Harrison. Brought to you by Deep Pasquale Moore. Remember, Mike's got this. Don't forget to catch Odyssey NFL insider Peter King every Tuesday at 4 p.m. right here on 610 Sports Radio. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Kansas City, it's Scott Moore. You're listening to The Drive with Carrington Harrison on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. I want to read to you guys a stat that was on SportsCenter last night. In Andy Reid's career, his teams have run 25,172 offensive plays. That's a bunch. Yesterday was the first time that an Andy Reid coach team has ever been called for offensive offsides. Out of 25,172 offensive plays. Now you can look at this one of two ways. Number one, of course, this team would be the first. Of course, this wide receiver room would be the first. You guys want to know why I made the Connor Embry thing a deal? When some of you were like, hey, you know, 
Y'all got to start somewhere. You got to get experience. This is something that I'm not sure happens if you have a more experienced wide receiver coach. If you have more experience in the room. I don't know if that's a mistake that happens if you got somebody who's done this for a while, man in that wide receiver room. But you got Connor Embry, who is younger than Rob. You've got him manning this wide receiver room that needs a little bit of more TLC than maybe Connor Embry can give to this wide receiver room. I also think some of this is just they have put more of an emphasis on offensive offsides this year because of the tush push. We heard that earlier from Dean Blandino. This is usually not a call that they make, but they have put more of an emphasis on it because of the tush push, so officials are watching for it. This is a you problem. I don't mean to sound callous, but this is a you. It is your responsibility to make sure that you are lined up correctly. Look to your left, look to your right, see where you are, see where everybody is, make the necessary adjustments, and go run a play. And the fact that they just don't have that attention to detail and in a critical spot in the moment, you forget that and have the most costly penalty that they have had all year in a game that you really could have used. The Ravens won yesterday. You lost that one seed dream. Kapoof, gone, vanished. David Copperfield, David, David Blaine, Vinny Vidi Vici, it's gone. The fact that you lost that yesterday, it's just, it's just disappointing. We're going to talk to the quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, coming up in 30 minutes. We'll talk more about Andy Reid coming up at 3 o'clock and get back to the Chiefs and the Bills in yesterday's loss. We will take your phone calls at the top of the hour as well, 913-586-7610. But, Rob, let's do it. Let's get to good. And a bad weekend. With a lot of football comes a lot of good stuff. Yeah, I mean, they're good everywhere. It's time for The Drive to give you something good from the weekend. Brought to you by the Kansas Lottery. I'm going to give my good weekend to the Missouri Tigers. This is why. I know they lost. I know that. I was there. I experienced it. I saw it with my own two eyes. But you know what? Missouri played with an energy that if they can do that for the entire SEC regular season, that team's going to make the NCAA tournament. I was very happy with how they played in the first 15 minutes. I mean, they got done in by the Allen Fieldhouse run. Wasn't any officiating involved. You could tell that KU had woken up, the crowd was getting back into it, and the team was starting to play with more energy. And Missouri looks like they never seen a game in Allen Fieldhouse before. Turnovers, bad shot selection. They had three air balls during that stretch. I mean, they got gobbled up by the Allen Fieldhouse run. They were down double digits heading into halftime. And you know what? At that moment, I wanted to see what version of the Tigers came out. Were they going to quietly go into the night and get dusted by 30 points the way that they have in the last two matchups of this reboot? No. They only lost by eight. They covered. Some of you lost money on Saturday because of how well Missouri played. So I know, make fun of me. They're not as good as basketball at Kansas. They're not even close. I don't even know if there's a player on Missouri that would start on Kansas' team. Sean East might get some run coming off the bench. That might be about it. I'm proud of the way that they played. I'm proud of the effort. 
I'm proud of the environment. I enjoyed my day Saturday in Lawrence, Kansas. I'm giving my good weekend to the Missouri Tigers. I really wish KU had boat raced Missouri. I would have come on here during this segment and just, I would have had a grand old time. I wouldn't but, have been here. I mean, they, 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 look, they look fine. KJ Adams gets a good weekend, but I'm actually going to get my good weekend in college, at least to a school in the same state as Kansas for their basketball program. Last week for Kansas State basketball was noisy. That is the nicest way to say it. It was noisy. It was messy. It was loud. It was all the things you don't want from a college basketball program in December. But you know what? They went on the road and they took care of business throttling an SEC opponent in LSU in Baton Rouge. So you know what? Considering all the mess, all the noise, Jerome Tang and Co. rose above it and for at least one week looked like a team that can make the NCAA tournament. K-State basketball gets my good weekend. You know what? In the NFL, I'm going to give my good weekend. I'm giving it to the Cincinnati Bengals, and I'm giving it to Jake Browning. You want to know what Jake Browning is doing? He has made himself a decade of money. It doesn't take much for the NFL to buy into a backup quarterback. All you got to do is show a little bit of promise. That's it. A little bit of promise. Cincinnati is now over 500, and it looks like they're going to be able to tread water until they get Joe Burrow back. I've been very impressed with Jake Browning. I'm going to give my good weekend to the Cincinnati Bengals. They won 34-14 over the Indianapolis Colts. That's a really big tiebreaker game that you're going to need down the stretch. Really good win for Cincinnati. Jake Browning in that offense continues to play well. I'm giving them my good weekend. I'm going to give my good weekend to Dak Prescott. He won the MVP last night. I don't want to hear about Brock Purdy, Mr. Game Manager. We don't give the award to Game Manager of the Year, Bush Light Boy. I'm sorry, you're not winning the award. Dak Prescott went out last night, slang the ball around, beat the Dallas Cowboys, lockly, likely locked up the NFC East, and looked like the MVP doing it. I've been down on Mike McCarthy. I think he's a moron as a coach, but you know what? Dak is playing his best football that he's ever played in Dallas, and that's a credit to everyone, including Dak and around Dak. So you know what? My good weekend goes to the NFL MVP. The NFL MVP is Dak Prescott. It wasn't all good this weekend. Let's hit some bad. Something bad. I'm going to get my bad weekend to two separate teams. Number one, I'm giving it to the Las Vegas Raiders. This was a really important stretch. You got Minnesota at home. You also have the Los Angeles Chargers at home. Bro, you lost three to nothing? You didn't score? Not a safety, not a field goal, not a touchdown, no nothing? Zero, nada. I got to give you my bad weekend in Houston. When you're in Turks and Kankos, when you're in Aruba coming up in about four or five weeks, and you're wondering why you're not playing in the postseason, I'm going to tell you why. You lost to Carolina and the Jets. You got smoked by the Jets, 30-6. to six. Houston, you're not making the postseason. The schedule gods gave you a gift. It really did. It gave you a gift. You got the NFC South. That's what you got. You got the NFC South. And you've blown it. You lost to Jackson, or excuse me, you lost to the Jets. You lost to Carolina this year. You lost to Atlanta this year. If you don't make the postseason, Atlanta, you only got one team to blame, and that's yourself. I got to give them my bad weekend. I'm going to give my bad weekend the Los Angeles Chargers. They, quietly enough, had a chance to crawl back into the playoff picture. 
They had a chance to crawl back into the AFC West race because the Chiefs keep plummeting to earth. They were at home. They were playing the Broncos. They were a favorite. They were coming off a win. And then Justin Herbert got hurt and the season basically ended. I know it's two hours back, but I'm stunned. We haven't got a news report. Brandon Staley canned because that team is done. That team is cooked. It's officially over after yesterday's loss. And the only thing left now for the Chargers to do is get ready to make vacation plans in January. They had a chance to crawl back into a bad AFC playoff picture and they blew it. They get my bad weekend. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll talk about Andy Reid, who, in my opinion, is letting this organization and this team down. I'll explain how. Keep it right here. It's to drive. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 